We're joined today here on WXAN by Darren Bailey, state senator and candidate for governor. Uh, coming up on Tuesday, of course, voting is uh, underway now. Senator, thanks for the time. Well, thank you. It's a joy and an honor to, to be with you and get a message of hope out anytime we can. So thank you for the opportunity. So I'll begin with this. I saw on one of the social media threads that your uh, campaign or you somehow came across a automobile accident yesterday or the day before. Yes, that was a couple of days ago. We were uh, uh, headed to Prairie de Rocher to uh, kind of lift up the school district down there that's been some doing some pretty amazing things and and yeah we we, we had a tight schedule and and uh, my driver uh, was the one that noticed it turned around and and uh, you could see that there was a lot of things scattered out in the cornfield so we turned around and moved back and and it looked as if it was just remnants of a wreck but as we then began to proceed up a little bit we saw the vehicle uh, several hundred feet into the cornfield so uh, we stopped, ran out, and, and uh, man, by the looks of the uh, as many times as the uh, truck had rolled, we were assuming the worst. But as uh, as I got up to the vehicle, the the, the man was 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 inside, and as the truck was sitting on its side, he was uh, standing upright trying to figure out how to get out. So we helped him get out, called nine one one, and and uh, I pray he's okay. I haven't been able to uh, uh, find out yet. Darren Bailey with us today, uh, helping people out of car accidents and running for governor at the same time. Uh, amongst other things that you've been dealing with recently has been a death threat. You, of course, have uh, addressed this in multiple media outlets. But uh, let our listeners hear directly from you, uh, your reaction and how you've sort of mentally digested that over the last few days. Well, yes, and, and backing up on the car accident, well, I do want to express one more thing. Uh, my campaign, we took absolutely no pictures there. It was simply a, a stop and a help someone situation. That's what we do, and uh, I'll be honest with you, I'm not even for sure how that, who, somebody was there that we didn't even see or know because several people were stopping as they saw our vehicle there, and, and several people just kind of, you know, saw that we had the situation under control and turned around and left, so I just want to make sure and, and, uh, and point that out that, you know, in this day when uh, there's nothing really sacred uh, with campaigns, that uh, that was certainly not any way, shape, or form a, a stunt, and I know that area law enforcement, EMTs, and first responders, I know that as well, so I wanted to point that out. And then backing up to this uh, death threat, I'm telling you why, uh, J.B. Pritzker and, and even our president, if you listen to their rhetoric and uh, and, and, and this 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 divisive language that they are just just continues to to spew from them i mean it's it's dangerous language and uh, i think any of us can sit and consider where illinois sits at today versus where it was at four years ago and i i believe everyone can agree that uh, we are more divided uh, today than we have ever been in our history and then it's because of our leaders only when we start electing men and women and only until we the people start getting involved in the process to hold them accountable and transparent will we stop this nonsense but, but that's exactly what happened the gentleman was uh, apparently uh, sitting here in, in a bar in chicago and and was watching it was one of jd's ads that he was watching and he just uh, became angry about it that called into my uh, senate office i believe this call was made on saturday and it wasn't until monday morning when and my uh, staffer in Springfield uh, uh, listened to the message, and, and then that was forwarded on to police. And, and when it reached the state police office, um, 
the state police officer told me that uh, this this particular officer has been listening to uh, threats like this for for over eight years, and he said he has never heard anything uh, more vulgar or concerning as as what uh, this man uh, did. So uh, they took care of it. Uh, the, the gentleman was picked up, arrested. He I, I think he's currently still being held on bail, and, and I am really thrilled that the judge uh, that uh, has this and is overseeing this is uh, taking this seriously uh, here in Chicago. So that's a, that's a blessing. So uh, you know, uh, one of the one of the things that uh, would be foregone in the Safety Act is threats against elected officials. You know, after if the Safety Act, if J.B. Pritzker is reelected and the Safety Act is allowed to go into effect, no longer will will threats against elected officials uh, be be uh, you know uh, taken seriously. So uh, that's how just crazy and uh, out of whack this act is and, and i think the people across illinois are are beginning to understand that every monday morning we wake up and and uh you know see the 30 40 50 shootings in chicago 5 10 15 deaths in chicago that's all because chicago has no cash bail that's all because chicago's the state's attorney refuses to prosecute and the reality is when january 1 comes if we still got uh, governor pritzker in office and this safety act goes into effect uh we're going to be reading headlines like that all over the state. Darren Bailey is with us. Uh, the vice president, as well as President Biden, have been in Illinois in recent days uh, supporting various candidates. What do you make of their appearances here at this uh, late hour in this election season? Their appearance in Illinois means one thing, that they know they're losing, that they know they're in trouble, and that they are desperate. That is the only thing that it, it means. I got to kind of laugh. Um, J.P. Pritzker, the last few Sundays, for the first time ever, has begun uh, you know, popping up in churches. And as you know, Cindy and I have uh, uh, we've, uh, we, we've worshipped in different churches every Sunday all over this state uh, you know, for the entire – for the past two-plus years. Uh, recently, yesterday's uh, uh, Chicago Tribune – uh, had my picture and J.B. Pritzker's uh, picture together with uh, me on top, and, and the J.B. Pritzker had a vest on much similar to mine. So uh, they're desperate. Uh, they know they're losing. But the, here's, the, here's the irony and the craziness of all this. They're not proposing any change. You know, this safety act, the energy bill, uh, gas tax, school failings, everything that uh, is destroying our state. The reality is that J.B. could call session in uh, you know, and, and in six hours, any given day, any given time, uh, we would head to Springfield and we'd start doing the work of the people and, uh, you know, making life more safe for them, making life more, you know, uh, re- releasing the burdens and, and uh, you know, protecting our children and our schools. But he refuses to do that and he has no intention of doing that. So that's exactly what these stops mean. Darren Bailey is with us today. He'll be on your ballot uh, running for governor against J.B. Pritzker uh, today or tomorrow, whenever it is that you go in and vote, but you can't vote after tomorrow, so you only got two more days to get it done. And I find that uh, there is certainly a lackluster situation when you think about some of even these local races. I'm preparing for my show today. I noticed that in Randolph County, Illinois, other than the statewide races, there are no races where candidates are opposed and you talk about where uh, people need to get engaged um, there just seems to be a unwillingness to get involved senator and that's uh, that's been my story uh, since the beginning that's that's actually uh, you know my testimony 
uh, five years ago, I got frustrated at uh, tax hikes, and when my state representative was, uh, you know, pushing that yes button for those, and I, I, I thought I could do the American thing and sit back and complain without engaging. But to my friends, my family, our, our community members that uh, you know knew that Cindy and I were fighters and difference makers. Now they began began to come to our side and encourage me to run, and and uh, that's when it all began. And I began to realize very quickly that you know a, a constitutional republic, a God given constitutional republic of the people, by the people, for the people, it's it's only going to work when we the people get involved. So I can assure you that's been my uh, that's been my message and for the last two years. Uh, we've got lots of poll watchers and election judges. We've actually filled. The many a high percentage of the seats, the state seats, representative and the Senate seats across the uh, uh, state. And and uh, right now today and, and the rest of this week, people can go to the county clerk's office or your local school and board and you can pick up packets to run for run for school board. And and, and I know we you know that apathy, that complacency, if we allow it to fester. Uh, we're going to lose our freedoms. That's all there is to it. And just spending a little bit of extra time in your school board, your county board, your city council, if God's calling you to run for for uh, you know a, a state rep or a state senate, we have got to get involved and start taking uh, uh, this thing called government uh, seriously if we're going to uh, keep and retain our freedoms. Senator, I ask you a question that uh, maybe I haven't asked you before. There's a number of people uh, across central and southern Illinois, who are John F. Kennedy Democrats. They're essentially uh, coal mining union Democrats. And they have a decision to make in this election, like the Republicans and uh, independent voters. Is there a story that you could tell? Is there an appeal that you could make to that uh, diet-in-the-wool blue dog Democrat as to why they ought to vote for you, Darren Bailey, Republican? I appreciate that opportunity. I I think my service uh, for two years as a state rep and two years as a state senator uh, for my district speaks for itself that, uh, uh, you know, I I stand up for our values. But at the end of the day, I will sit down and listen to anyone that that John F. Kennedy uh, uh, party. It is long gone. And I think everyone realizes that uh, uh, what we have today is just a radical a left uh, agenda that I, I really believe seeks to destroy this constitutional republic and and the days of, of JFK they they you know uh, I, it's almost uh, my message resonates a lot with that so um, you know serving for the last four years uh, my voice is not heard I got elected with JB Pritzker in 2019 in the super minority in both houses the first time in Illinois history. And um, we have absolutely no say, no input in any of this nonsense, which is destroying our state so and destroying our future for our children. So the day of, uh, you know, once I get elected, those days are over. Everyone will have a seat at the table. All voices, Republican, Democrat, will be heard. And we have to, we must focus on what unites us. And that is lawlessness. That is uh, taxes. And that is uh, failing schools. We, uh, that is my priority to focus on that. I think once we begin to work on those issues and begin to rein those in, then we're going to understand each other a lot better on, on many of these other issues that J.B. Pritzker is dividing us on. And I want to speak to the coal miner out there that, that don't give up on, on coal-fired energy because we're simply this energy bill that uh, he has passed goes too far, too fast. And it puts our entire energy grid from top to bottom, east to west of this Illinois, it puts us in danger. 
and until we rectify this, there's, there's, we're not going to have any new manufacturing, new business coming to Illinois because they don't feel safe. They've got to have reliable energy, and uh, our schools are failing our children. So that's why we're going to be focused on uh, on uh, rectifying some of these uh, egregious uh, policies that J.B. Pritzker's put in place, and that's the reason why I'm going to be counting. You know, we've trusted back-to-back billionaires for the last eight years to solve our problems, and, and that didn't work. So uh, it's been over 100 years since Illinois has elected a, a farmer, and uh, my door will be open. No policy will be crafted behind locked doors, and every, there will always be at a seat at the table for anyone so uh, that is uh, that you have my word on do you have any regrets about the campaign anything you'd do differently if you could do it over again I probably would have given up the uh, maybe the six hours of sleep I got almost each night, four hours of sleep or whatever, and, and uh, <laughs> if I could have pushed a button and, and, and reach, keep the batteries recharged and keep going 24-7, the people are hungry out there. And, you know, our team, we have been blessed with an amazing team, and I I am, I gosh, looking back and listening to some 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 political-minded people, uh, I'm going to say that I don't know if there's ever been a campaign run definitely here in Illinois, and, and I will put our campaign in this journey up against uh, anyone in the nation that uh, I don't know if anybody's worked as hard, uh, been out and about every day and gotten across this state and got the message out uh, like our campaign has. And again, that's how that's how my administration is going to function. It's all about people putting the right people in the right place, holding the people accountable when things don't work. Uh, you make changes, immediate changes, and 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 uh, that's that's how we're rolling, and that's how the administration is going to function, and that's why I am absolutely fully confident that we're uh, uh, going to get Illinois uh, turned around once we fire J.B. Pritzker. Well, Senator, I'll say this for you. Uh, a lot of people have run statewide in Illinois as Republicans, and few of them have remained themselves throughout the course of the campaign. So win, lose, or draw, uh, Darren Bailey has been Darren Bailey consistently throughout, and that is something that I commend you for because that's not easy to do. Well, I appreciate that, sir, and I look forward to uh, proving that same aspect as, uh, as Illinois' next governor, so thank you. Darren Bailey, our guest today. Have a great day, and uh, best of your uh, luck on Election Day. God bless you. Thank you.